So if you want better results in life, you need to create better strategies, not better emotions. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. All right, let's talk about a piece of advice that I gave a client the other day, which I think is super helpful to most people, and it's only something that I've learned over the last probably couple of years. And that is that when things aren't going well, you need to create better strategies not better emotional states. What tends to happen is that most people when things aren't going well, they just get all emotional about things. You know, they like, I'm pissed off and I'm frustrated. Things aren't working well. I can't believe that this happened. And you listen to most people and they get all caught up in their emotions. But the thing is that you don't need to get caught up in your emotions if you just create a better strategy. So the only reason why you have problems is because it's some form of chaos that you haven't figured out the structure or the order of the chaos yet. So there's something in physics called the law of entropy. And it's essentially chaos theory or this law of chaos. And that is that things in nature will tend to go to their most chaotic form. Now, I butchered that a little bit, but you get the point, right? If we look into the universe, there's so much of the unknown out there, it seems chaotic. Now there is structure to everything because if there was no structure, then we wouldn't have science. Science needs to replicate things. It needs to figure things out. And in order to have something that's figured out and replicatable, there needs to be some sort of consistency or some sort of form with things. Now, I really believe that everything that happens in our life, there is always some structure to, there's always some form in it. It's just, we've got to figure it out. So when business is chaotic, it's not that there's chaos there. It's just that you haven't learned something that you need to learn in order to understand how that thing works and then create structure around it. So the same thing can happen in our lives as well. When everything turns to chaos, it's not that it's chaotic. It's just that there is some learnings in there. There is some knowledge and some wisdoms in there or wisdom in there. And then when you find that wisdom and that knowledge, you realize that there's structure to it and you can restructure it in a way that works for you. And then you become the controller, not being controlled. Now this happens, I think, through every area of life. This is my belief anyway, and I can show a lot of this stuff in my advanced courses uh, because I just it seems to be a consistent pattern. Like you can go and talk to a business owner that's got a $100 million business and you talk about your $1 million a year turnover business and the problems and the stress that you're going through now, they'll laugh at and just be like, yeah, I remember that, but like, here's how you solve it. Why? Because they've learned what they needed to learn. And so what was once chaotic, now they just see as being structured. Like there's knowledge, there's wisdom in it, and you just need to do these things and it'll work. What we need to do is instead of getting into our emotions, it is so much better to just sit down, calm down for a second, and then go, right, what's the strategy that I need to get this figured out? Or what do I need to learn here? Or how do I need to grow? And this is also the reason why I've created our business growth odyssey events, where you can come along and be part of something for a 12 month period where you get to learn from other amazing business leaders. And some of them are people who aren't professional speakers. They've just built hundred million dollar businesses. They've built these huge empires. You know, the next one I've got a guy coming in who is probably one of the biggest branding moguls on the planet. And he's built some huge, huge businesses and has deals with huge, huge brands. Maybe he's not the 
biggest. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but he's pretty. You know, he's he's done well over billions of dollars worth of products and product sales and all that sort of stuff by doing joint ventures and a whole bunch of different things that he does. He's phenomenal. So he's coming to talk at that event. Now he's not a professional speaker. He doesn't go around talking at all these different events. He's just one of my past clients, and so I've invited him along where I can ask him a whole bunch of questions, get him talking about his journey and all the stuff that he's had to overcome, so we can learn from him, but also so that our attendees can also ask questions of him, hang out with him and learn from him. The reason why I do that is because what it does is it shows that there is better strategies of doing things and maybe the strategies that we're implementing at the size businesses that we have. But the key here is that the more you get caught up in your emotions, the harder it is to see the structure and the order in the chaos. So if things are falling apart and there's a lot of stress there, just please understand that it's just something that you haven't learned yet. So by getting more stressed out about something, it doesn't help you to understand the stress more. All it does is it just makes you more stressed and more wound up and it becomes a habit and a pattern of behavior. And eventually over time, it will become your mood and your temperament. So I remember this years ago when we started our business, well, actually it probably wasn't even when we started our business, it was sort of like we had a bunch of staff. I think we had about 10 or 15 staff at the time. I would wake up every morning and I was like, oh fuck, I've got to get this done. I've got to get that done. Shit, I've got to solve this problem. This staff member's coming in today. They're underperforming and I'm pissed off with them. And so I would just have this mood and this temperament of just being stressed out all the time. And that just became my persona or my personality that I would show to the world. And that wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a good thing for staff. It wasn't a good thing for me, but it was because every day I just looked at all the problems. Whereas now I'm a completely different person because I wake up and I see every problem as an opportunity to grow. I see every problem as a way of problem solving and I love problem solving. It's part of, I think if you're great at business, normally you're a good problem solver. And so I just realized that it's all just part of the game. And so I enjoy playing the game. When I changed that thought process, it really helped a lot, but it was reminding myself that getting caught up in your emotions doesn't necessarily, or very rarely does it help you to change anything. Now, every now and again, like let's say you're in a chaotic situation, sometimes having a bit of an adrenaline pump helps you to react and make decisions fast. But if you do that at the expense of creating a better strategy or thinking through things or creating a game plan, then everything's just gonna keep being chaotic. And, and a lot of business owners just consistently wake up, they're in a whole bunch of chaos, they go to bed, they wake up and they're in chaos again. And the chaos normally starts in their mind. So they wake up in the morning, they're already stressed out. Then they go to work all day and they're stressed out. And they're jumping around and they're doing chaotic stuff. Then they wonder why they can never get traction in their business. But it's because they keep reinforcing the chaos because they're getting caught in their emotions. Their anxiety is their emotional state. They're feeling depressed or they're feeling you know, angry or they're feeling upset or they're feeling of disempowerment or they're feeling of like reactivity. All of those things are emotional states that they keep reinforcing, which once was a great tool. Those tools sometimes work work. Like I know if I didn't have crazy amount of stress and anxiety, I probably wouldn't have achieved half of the stuff that I've achieved now because I used to use those feelings as a way of giving me energy to get shit done. So when I was afraid, I would wake up in the morning, beat myself up. You know, you haven't achieved anything. You haven't got anywhere. You you know, you lazy piece of shit. Why are you sitting on the couch? Get up. And so I would use those sort of motivators to get me to go and do stuff. Now, was that healthy? Probably not. Was it the best tool that I had at the time? Yeah, because I just hadn't worked through a lot of my mental and emotional stuff to be the person that I am today. But that's all part of the learning process. All humans go through it. You know, this idea of perfectionism and, you know, we shouldn't have to feel that way. Well, why shouldn't we have to feel that way? It's life is just a progression and a bunch of learning. It's the same as business. So if we want to progress and we want to learn, then we get gifted these challenges consistently, whether it's mental challenges, whether it's emotional challenges, whether it's business challenges, whether it's health challenges, whether it's, you know, all these relationship challenges, all of these things help us to grow and become better as, our, as people. I think most people as they age, they normally peak in their 20s 
which is like as good as life is ever gonna get for them. And then after that, they just become grumpy, lazy, complacent. They create high expectations. They beat the shit out of themselves. Their mind gets worse, their health gets worse. And I just see that most people in society, normally they peak in their 20s and then after that, everything's downhill. And this is why most people get more and more grumpy as they age and more and more frustrated and more and more burnt out and beat up and all of those things. I think that it should be the opposite. You know, if you look at great people like Warren Buffett and Richard Branson, their lives get better as they age because every year they get, they get more knowledgeable, they get smarter, they become better at handling their emotions. They get better at understanding people. They get better at their relationships, their friendships. They get better at setting boundaries. They get better at holding people accountable. All of those things lead to a better life. And the way that they do that is because they keep looking for what's going on here. Why is there chaos? How do I create a better strategy? What do I need to learn? And then how do I get myself out of it so that I can implement these things? Or if I implement these things, then I will get the learnings and the lessons that I need to, which will help me to progress. And that's the way we move forward. So the point of this podcast or this episode is to make sure that you're not getting caught in your emotions. If you have a look at the word emotion, it means to stir up. The original etymology of the word is to stir up. And normally it stirs up perceptual imbalances within the brain that then create these thoughts that we have that are imbalanced, which then drive our hormonal changes, which also drive our physiological changes. And it's those changes, those neurochemical changes that we have in our body that make us feel certain ways. So our thoughts essentially create our emotions and then our emotions drive our behavior and our behavior reinforces our thoughts. And over and over and over again, we just keep reinforcing them. And that becomes our personality or our persona. The persona is the mask that we wear and that we share to the world. And so, you know, when someone says, you know, I'm stressed all the time, that's their persona, that's their mask. It also is their personality, which is the way that they feel about themselves. So those two things tend to become the thing that a person reinforces as their identity. The more that someone does that, the harder it is to change. So now it's not saying you can't change. It just means that the more you reinforce it, the harder it is to change. My suggestion here is if this is you and you need to make changes, all you need to do is create better strategies. Learn more, create better strategies. This is exactly why I've created all of our events because if someone isn't changing their thought processes, their emotions, and also the strategies for their life, they're just gonna keep reinforcing the same patterns of behavior that they have, the same thoughts they have, the same emotions they have. And for most people, the only way out of that is to just numb themselves and they numb themselves with drugs, alcohol, food, television, drama, sport, all of those things where it's just a distraction from what they're really trying to achieve in life. And it makes them feel good for a short period of time, but doesn't lead to long-term success. Now, I'm not saying that any of those things are good or bad. Like, is alcohol bad or good? I don't know. It all depends. There's a time and a place for everything. You know, I have some people who come to me and they're like, are drugs good or bad? Well, it depends. Like some people enjoy drugs and they're fully functioning drug addicts. I don't really know. For that person, maybe it works, but maybe to work until it doesn't work. And just like everything in life, things work until it doesn't work. It's just, if you're not getting the results that you want and you're not happy with the way you're at, then it's time to make changes. And I think self-awareness is that key is you've got to be aware whether things are working or not working. And if they're not working, then you just got to change them and you've got to look for better ways. But I think because most people are so insecure, they don't really want to change. And so they'll put roadblocks. And I see this every week when I'm talking to people, I hear people say, I need to change my mindset. And then I go, we come to thrive time. And they're like, yeah, but, and then they've always got a but. So they've got a justification, a reason. I even spoke to a friend of mine the other week, who's been a friend of mine for about 20 years now. And he date, he, he's married now to one of my um, housemates that I used to live with. I used to live in a, a house with two young ladies and uh, it was it was fucking crazy. It was it was crazy. That's that's their stories for a whole nother time. But anyway, so he's married to one of the girls that I used to live with who uh, is also one of my best friends and also uh, one of Jess's best friends. Anyway, I was just talking to him and he, he's not where he wants to be in life. He's, he's not achieving the results that he wants in life. And I can tell that it's, it's weighing on him a little bit. And, you know, he'll complain about his weight. He'll complain about 
some of the pains that he's got in his body. You know, he wants to make more money, but he doesn't want to work more hours. And I can tell, like, it's just weighing weighing in on him. And I said, you know, maybe you need to come and do Thrive Time. And he said to me, nah, man, it's not my thing, you know. And I'm like, well, what's the better, what's the better alternative? What's the better strategy? Like, how are you going to figure this out? Because if you're not where you want to be, there's only one way of changing it. And that is that you've got to change. That's it. You've got to make that decision to change. And most people just don't want to make that decision because they're afraid. And I see a lot of people that don't want to come to our events because they're afraid that it's going to open up all these crazy shit that they don't know how to deal with and blah, blah, blah. Like it's just most people create unconscious strategies to not change because they're more comfortable being uncomfortable with their current identity and being comfortable with what they know. And what they know is complaining, blaming, justifying, being stressed all the time. And these are unconscious patterns. Like most people's excuses are bullshit and they're bullshit. They just, it's that they don't know any better. It's that they're creating these smoke screens and these obstacles for themselves so that they don't have to change because they're afraid of change. And that's most people, right? So, you know, when you change, everything changes. When you make a different decision, things change. But until you make a different decision, nothing changes. And the word decide means to cut off. It means to cut away from all other choices. The difference between a choice and a decision is when you walk into a restaurant and you open the menu, they're all the choices, but nothing happens until you make a decision. If the, the waitress or waiter comes up and they say, what would you like? And you're like, wow, there's so much to choose from. I don't know if I'm going to eat the buttered chicken or if I'm going to eat the fried rice or if I'm going to eat the risotto or whatever. You can sit there for as long as you want and go around with as many choices as you want in your head. The only thing that's going to happen is over time, you're going to get more stressed out because the more you think about choices and the less you make decisions, the more fucking crazy your brain becomes. Whereas when you make a decision and say, I will eat the fried rice and butter chicken, when you do that, then action starts to take place. Changes start to happen, which is where the waitress or the waiter go to the back. They tell the chef, the chef starts cooking and then you get your food. But until that decision's made, nothing happens. Most people keep putting off making decisions, expecting that something's gonna change when all they're doing is living in a world of choice. I could do this, I should do this. I might change this. I might go to the gym next week. I probably need to work on my mindset a little bit. I probably need to, you know, change careers. And so they just sit in all these choices and then wonder why their mindset is fucking erratic and why in their head they beat the shit out of themselves because they just keep wasting year after year after year in choices because they're afraid of making decisions. But most people who achieve great things make a lot of decisions and they make a lot of decisions really, really quickly. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope this helps. If you haven't jumped across to our Facebook group, which is the No BS Business Hacks for Driven Mofos, just go to Facebook, type in No BS Business Hacks, it'll pop up, add yourself to that group. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there for business owners. We have monthly challenges. We have a whole bunch of tools and templates that I'm throwing in there to help your business to grow. Also, I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who keeps sharing this podcast with their friends, their family, and I really do appreciate it. Our numbers keep cranking up every week. The community is getting bigger and I couldn't do this without each and every one of you. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and for sharing it. You know, it's awesome when I wake up in the morning and I notice that someone has shared on their Instagram account and tagged me in it or on their Facebook account. And, and tagging, you know, uh, Michael Mojo. So I really do appreciate it because I get to see it. And, and normally I'll write back a message as well and thank you for it as well um, because it really does make a massive difference and this community is growing every day. The reason why I do this is because I really don't want most people to waste their life. You know, my best friend's three-year-old niece was killed in a car accident when I was, uh, you know, in my early 20s. And I just don't want anyone to waste their life because for me, a wasted life, I always think about my friend's niece and going, you know, life can just be taken away so quickly. I, I really don't want people who actually have a life to live to waste it because um, that could be someone else's life who would have rather been here and, and still been alive and, and been able to do what they wanted to do. So that's, I think, why I drive so hard and why I push people so hard because I want people to live a great life. Anyway, Driven Mofos, keep crushing it, keep living with Mojo and have a great day. Thank you.